Brewers Hardware specializes in stainless steel parts for your home brewery. From conicals to triclovers, you can find it at brewershardware.com. This is the Brewing Network's Brewing with Style, hosted by Jamil Zanishev and Mike Tasty McDole, along with special guest Jonathan Plise. Now, here's Jamil. Hey, howdy, hey, my brewing brothers and sisters. Hi, this is John Plise. I'm back. <laughs> I'm back. I'm ready to talk about some beer. I have a wife, I have a kid, and I have a job, but I love this show. No, it's more like, hey, this is John Plise. Are you making fun of me? No, this is John Plise. That's messed up, bro. How y'all doing? Uh, glad to be here. Thanks, everybody. Why do you sound like Caitlyn Jenner? <laughs> glad to have you back, John. <laughs> thank you, Tasty. Thank, I love you very you, much. Thank you, Tasty. Thank, thank you for having me. Wait a minute. How many, I'm loving, I'm loving being here. What? Here, let go. Wait a minute. Whatever. <laughs> this sounds real weird and sexual. <laughs> I think it does. That's how John Blisay talks. Very sexual. <laughs> very, very weird and sexual. Griff. He's the one who was talking about Slickwood for 10 shows. Slickwood? Was that before Slickwood. or after my what, time? What's Slickwood? Oh, no, you were here, yeah. I think. Slickwood. What is Slickwood? Oh, maybe it was before your time. I don't know. He quit right after I started. <laughs> he didn't want to talk about Slickwood. He was talking about the they got the brown Slickwood. The brown package. We've <laughs> got the pink package. Oh, I don't know what because, this means. Go, oh, my God, so, we're talking about it again. Yes. So, he, so there's this product that John is quite package. a frequent I'm purchaser of. Oh. went up last time we did that. Yeah, he's quite a fr- yeah. frequent. And we were trying to get Adam and Eve to carry Slickwood, which they did. And uh, Oh, yeah, all so, colors. But he's like, yeah, they've they got different colors for different uses. And so there's like a okay. brown Slickwood for, okay. you know, <laughs> there's a pink Slickwood. There's like <laughs> different <laughs> colors Slickwoods. Oh, what, what, it was what like is his it? favorite lube. Oh, slick wid. Okay, yeah. like S L I C K. Like a slick liquid. Oh, we're covering yes. in more detail this time. Okay, great. Right. Go ahead, slick wid. Slick wid. Yeah, oh, I didn't know he got down like that. Uh, he came in with like a big old, you know, pharmacy bag. He brought it into the show. <laughs> he had to stop by and pick some up. Bev, get him on the phone, please. <laughs> Taylor, get him on the phone. <laughs> Absolutely not. I do not want to speak to him, especially about this. Yeah, pre, pre, pre. Hey, John, just want to get you on the air and talk, talk about, about liquid a little bit. <laughs> I would. I would totally talk to him, but but I guess it's old news for you guys. Oh, John, please say something. Oh yeah, we are, Jean, we, please say. Jean, please say. My, Jean, my please say. brother. <laughs> Jean, Jean, oh, I love the guy. I he's great. Him. He's great. He's he's uh, he's gone now. You got me. So that's well, fucked for you, you guys. Yeah. Right. You know who I really like. That's like when uh, your your uh, your your wife leaves you because you've got uh, herpes. Yeah, <laughs> or she's attracted to you because of that. You never know. What do you? Well, I'm sorry, Tasty uh, Jamil cut you off. I'm so, I apologize for him. What were you saying? You know who will never cut you off is BrewersHardware.com, <laughs> our great sponsor. Yes, just give me, give me the, another one. The Segway King is back, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> They won't cut you off because uh, they were started by homebrewers, and they're for homebrewers, and uh, homebrewers that wanted access to better equipment. Not not just average equipment, the best equipment. They specialize in professional-grade conical fermenters and brew stands, scaled down to homebrew size. But don't let that fool you. They've got systems going from uh, 5 gallons to 10 barrels, which would be 310 gallons. So, that. uh, yeah, that's 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 good sized stuff. If you mm. if you're doing 310 gallons in your backyard, <laughs> that's one serious home brewery. Yeah. You're uh, you <laughs> should turn yourself in because you're violating the law. Wait a minute, half the 4,000 breweries in the country are three barrels in like 2,000 yes. square foot spaces. So yes. a 10 barrel would be like a huge one. Right. Well, if you've got your uh, your pro brewery and your you know yeah. your uh, no, 10 do. barrels or less, and you want uh, fermenters, there you go. It's no source. I would I would check out uh, BrewersHardware.com. Uh, they're conicals. They're insulated, jacketed. They got all the sanitary fittings. You know, it's just you know it's professional type gear. It's not just uh, you know some funky threaded thing. Mm-hmm. It's you know sanitary fittings. And they've got all the the threaded triclover compatible sanitary fittings, valves, and pumps that you could use in your home brew. So check it out. Head to brewershardware.com. Upgrade to your uh, home brewing today. 
And uh, tell Brad at uh, BrewersHardware.com that uh, you love the fact that he's sponsoring the show. So you don't have to pay for it. He's paying for it. Huh? So check him out today. Thanks, Brent. Thanks, Brent. So again, uh, Brent or Brad or... Brad. Hey, listener. Brian. (laughs) Whose name shall remain... Paul. Ever known. Jesus, I can't remember any names. Uh, He emailed me and he was like, uh, hey... You know, there's a couple of styles in the, the BJCP 2015 style guide that do not make a whole lot of sense. And he's you know, right. It's like stuff that, yeah. Well, we've never noticed like, anything like that before. Seem like they're kind of reaching. Mm-hmm. And uh, one that he pointed out was the uh, Czech Amber Lager. He's like, look, there's no chance of getting any here. It seems like it's a duplicate of other categories. You know, why in the world is that in there? Can you talk about that style? And so, well, yeah, you took the time to email me. Sure. I took the time to bring 10 people together to do a couple of shows. So there you go. We're going to uh, talk about Czech Amber Lager. Um, I love the history of this style because it says a resurgence of small breweries opening in the Czech Republic has increased the number of examples of this style. Well, bully for them. <laughs> That's amazing for them. Have any of you been to Czechoslovakia? No. I'd, no. I'd be surprised if people in France had, saw a resurgence of this beer, much less in the U.S. That is kind of ridiculous. Right. I mean, because, we're, we're, because it's, it seems like it's hyper-regional. Well, part of their their argument for a long time was, well, you know, the BJCP style guidelines are based off of what people are brewing for competitions here in the U.S., what are they using so, for classic examples? Why, you know, we, we don't put that style in there because not a lot of people are brewing it. And so it's not in the style guides. And I'd brew something, and I'm just like, so it's not in the style guides because you don't think enough people are brewing it. That's right. Not enough people are entering into competitions, so it doesn't belong in the style guides. That was the argument for a long time. Doesn't belong in the style guides. We're not going to fill up the style guides with with styles that people are not brewing. To That's make it commer- commercially brewed, right? Commercially or, and just and homebrew. All right. Homebrew. We're not, we're not going to do that. I'm like, well, okay. Now it seems like, hey, I had a beer when I was traveling. I'm going to make up a style to kind of fill it in. And so all of a sudden there's this huge addition of Pivo Grodsky and stuff like that. It's <laughs> a name they made up. Right. We're, we're like, nobody's brewing it. But at least you can, you can, and, I can go to Monument all, and get a Groditsky right yeah, now. And we're all, we're all making fun of it. Yeah. And uh, however, I think, you know, people are starting to brew it now because they're just like, oh, what the hell? But the problem is you can't good, get good examples. There's no information That's available. Right. As, if you're going to compete. And this is, this is what happened, though, with, with the previous style guides. And the whole problem was they described things. And then people were making sour colches because, well, it's got wheat in it. And it says wheat can be sour. And so a sour colch is mm. correct. This is the nonsense. That's it crazy. was, well, you know, it was the, the stupidity of the frickin' style guides and some moron who wrote up that, uh, well, you know, Scottish ales are smoky because there's peat in the water and, and so it's all peat fired and it's smoky and so use peat malt in it. And I was just like, oh, oh my God, this is the stupidest thing ever. And so. That's the problem with just writing up styles and people don't have exa- examples to. What do you do? To, to how do you from. how do you know whether you got you succeeded right, in right. making the style? Exactly. Well, and people are just going off of the words. I and, will. And where's I will, the recipe coming from? I will say this. I think that the latest style guides. There's been a lot of rewrite to really uh, <laughs> organize the description much better, so that um, you know, especially overall impression, all this stuff. They've really done a good job of cleaning up some redundancy out and they're more well, that, inconsistent and, in the way they presented right it. and yeah. cleaning up the text so that people aren't you know reading into something oh, being yeah. smoky or sour or something like this yeah. and then all these crappy examples in homebrew competitions and then that wins first place and then somebody's like well yeah i, I make this by throwing in peat malt and then soaking my socks in it because mm-hmm. it should be smoky and sour because mm-hmm. right. it mentions in the style guide yeah. So they, they've done a lot of improvement on that. So I, I got to give them credit for that. 
And so, I would say that you know it encourages people to brew styles that they never heard of. Here's a question. Oh, sorry, Tate, you go ahead first. Well, to me, it's like you know the, the classic examples should appear first. Now, of course, not, I'm not discounting the mm. the major mm-hmm. major contribution that home brewers and their in, amazingly amazing innovations contributions they make to recipe. Right. A lot of those uh, that information gets passed on to commercial brewers. Sure. A lot of those homebrewers become commercial brewers. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think that's the way, like some way, you know, that's the more organic way. Mm-hmm. Uh, just because homebrewers brew something, to me, that's not reason enough to to make it a, a style. Right, right. Why don't they put uh, include a a, um, a recipe that everybody mm-hmm. agrees upon mm-hmm, for mm-hmm. each style? That way, for the like check logger. Oh. Check Amber Lager. Right. At least if we go, oh, we, I mean, you know, we can't get a, yeah. a, an example. Let, let's let's put one together so I can brew it and assume. I like that and I hate that. Yeah. Same reason I like and I hate, hate brewing classic bro- styles. That asshole wrote. Oh. <laughs> right, right. Right. Because everyone's just going to be using it's that recipe right. as the guideline. Right. right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Although. Or at least know. just with a range, like 40 to 60 percent Pilsner well, malt and, but I, you know, but 20 I, to 30 percent whatever. I think I think um, I, I think you're right. And I think um, they're doing a pretty good job with characteristic ingredients. Mm, However, okay. I okay. think, you know, they can be too restrictive or too too generous. And so people are throwing in everything that they list or, you know, restricting themselves only to what they list. And so the creativity is being hampered. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. When you start telling people that, like, it's supposed to be within this range. Right. Yeah, but that's but that's the 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 inherent nature of having a guideline. Right, it's, right, it's right. a fine line true, between true. creativity well, and innovation and yeah. sticking to a certain. Like, if you had one recipe thing. and then looked at the classic examples, mm-hmm. you couldn't mm-hmm. produ- obviously produce all those beers with that one recipe. Mm-hmm. You'd have to mo- modify it, use different ingredients, more you know local, locally sourced for that particular country or whatever. Well, and here's what I would say: I have not bothered to read the. <laughs> The inter- all that introductory text. Oh, in the beginning of the saga? Yeah, because yeah, there's too many pages. It's probably pretty relevant, though. You're probably thinking too, right? I'm thinking maybe they say in there, hey, yeah. you know, when you're looking at the ingredients and stuff like that, yeah. don't let that limit you. Don't, you know, think that that – don't think you have to put all that in. Don't think you, yeah. you're only limited that, you know. Either way, it's like um, I think that, you know, that could possibly be in there. If not, it should be. Well, part of the most what you learn a lot about in home brewing is how to like, you know, through experience that is knowing the ingredients and then through experience understanding what mm-hmm. people are saying when it said it may have some of this character, uh, right. taking that and, and putting that into a recipe. Uh, that's the fun. I think whatever happens in in home brewing should we move people in that direction because that's that's the fun yeah. part of brewing. Well, people being a chef of people beer, just a, run a with the, the the description and then they make these things that are so far outside the style and yeah. then and then they win in a competition then everyone in that area is like no this is how it's done because this was the winner. Yeah. And then it's like this is nothing like the style. And that happens a lot. Cuz sometimes if it's a really good tasting beer yeah, they just throw a style out the window and just like look at each other. Oh God, I got have more They're of this like, beer, uh, or God knows what. You know, yeah. well, I've had it happen with some beers I've entered that totally out of the style, but they just tasted good. You right. can tell by the way they described the beer; they weren't describing my beer. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's what they kind of say in the in the intro. It's it's funny they leave themselves a lot of outs. Mm-hmm. It's very general. They kind of go one way or the other. It says like we understand that many of the styles can have different names and are called different things in different or even the same parts of the world. Well, maybe I should have read this. In the past, we often used several of these names in the style title to avoid showing a preference, mm-hmm. but this too often led to people incorrectly using all of the names simultaneously. Mm-hmm. So understand that we have selected names that are either commonly used or are descriptive of a style that might not that might not have a local name. We are not attempting to tell breweries what they should call their products. We are attempting to have a common name that can be used for easy reference. And then above they say, our names are simply identifiers that we have chosen to best represent the styles and groupings described. Styles were named first, then grouped by similar characteristics or region of origin. Then the groupings were named. Mm-hmm. Um, but they go on to say, like, uh, we've also left ourselves a lot of room to change stuff in the future. Well, there you go. 
Yeah. So it seems like I mean, all, I, it I, seems I, like they're know. they're 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 opening their arms to embrace more styles, but they're not really uh, they're not settling on a second date yet. It's smart, they're, they're reasonable stuff people, out. you know, trying to do a difficult task. So. Totally, totally. Yeah. Uh, as much shit if we as we give them, uh, you know, it still still makes sense. All right. Let's do this. Let's take a short break. When we come back, we will kind of go over what the uh, Czech Amber Lager category is all about right after this. When I order a beer, I want my server to know more about it than I do. I want someone who enjoys good beer and loves helping others enjoy it, too. I want someone who knows how to pour a perfect pint for every beer style. I want a Cicerone. The Cicerone Certification Program is creating the type of people who help you enjoy great beer. Home brewers and craft beer lovers know beer is more flavorful and complex than ever, and it takes some serious knowledge to store and serve beer right. Cicerones know beer. There are three levels in the Cicerone Program. Certified Beer Server, Certified Cicerone, and Master Cicerone. Cicerones are truly the sommeliers of beer. The best beer locations have a certified Cicerone on staff. Relaxed and unpretentious. Cicerone are tested on storing and serving beer, beer styles, flavor and tasting, the brewing process and ingredients, and pairing food with beer. Learn more about your next beer guide at Cicerone.org. Certified Cicerone, because it takes top talent to present a perfect pint. Your support of the Brewing Network means everything to us. We couldn't produce shows without you. And we love giving you something extra for that support, like... Brew Your Own Magazine. You already know it's a great brewing magazine full of recipes, equipment how-tos, discussions of beer styles, and brewing techniques. Whether you're new to brewing and just starting out or you're an old pro, you'll always learn something from the articles in Brew Your Own. Plus, there are amazing special issues like plans for building a Brutus 10 system, 250 classic clone recipes, and the Home Brewer's Answer Book. Brew Your Own Magazine and BYO.com are awesome resources for any brewer whether for yourself or as a gift when you subscribe or resubscribe from the brewing network homepage, you directly support programs like this get a great magazine and support the brewing network subscribe to brew your own right from the brewing network.com the 21st amendment watch out do you like beer they make beer. Watch out! Do you like friends and fun? They make friends and fun. Watch out! Do you out! still like to have a good time? The 21st Amendment. Watch out! The 21st Amendment in San Francisco, located at 563 2nd Street, two blocks from the building where baseball is seen and played. Try their beers in the pub or try them in the can. Featuring... Monk's Blood. Made with real monk. Watch out! So why not have the best time of your life? Go to the 21A and Sean O'Sullivan will personally greet you with a can of... Monk's Blood. The 21st Amendment. Watch out! This advertisement is not in any way affiliated nor associated with the 21st Amendment Bar and Pub, nor its subsidiaries or affiliates. This telecast is not copywritten by the 21st Amendment for the private use of the Brewing Network. Any use of this telecast without Jamil Zanishev's consent is prohibited. Saka JP. Now back to Brewing with Style. Ah, we're back. Checking on my electric car charging. Huh? Huh? Electric car. You and Elon Musk. That's right. Me and pa- Elon. The power couple. That guy is literally like a Skull Island fortress away from being like the perfect <laughs> oh, Bond villain. Right, right. Yeah, but he but he would be the he would be a Bond villain but in reverse. He would be Bond if he had a lot of power. He just wants to do good for people. Maybe like Watchmen. Yeah, all the all no, the villains, like a Watchmen esque like thing. The Kingsman. No, like no, um, no, all the villains start out wanting to do good. Yeah, and then talking, they turn talking, because they talking Watchmen. Who's the guy? Right. It's like well, I would. I, I'm trying to do good for everybody, and they try and do good, and then everyone resists because everyone's stupid. All I want to do then, is mutate then they, your genes right. to make you to make so you absorb tie you in my cars, right. right? No, and then and then everyone freaks out, and and then they freak out, and they're like, "Well, all right, for the good of everyone, it's this like is all the, the, it's the greater good kind of exactly." Thing. All the Bond villains are trying to do something for the greater yeah. good. Mm-hmm. And this is this is the problem. They all start out, you know, cool, and then eh, I'm 
just saying. They slowly. And Elon go. Musk looks very much like Data from uh, Star Trek. And <laughs> <laughs> he? I don't see I mean, that. I mean the same makeup artist. I mean, is, is it the hair? Makeup. Is it the hair? The, the hair, the eyes, uh, the it's makeup. The it's everything. Skin that he's is got it, does he have a panel on the side of his head? Right. Wow. Yeah, yeah. I think I think Elon Musk is uh, an android. I'm just saying. From the future, that would explain a lot of things. Uh, maybe he's. What's maybe, he actually building over there? Maybe he's been around for a while. For maybe five he's billion Tesla. dollar plant. Mm-hmm. It's been a while. Okay, now this is like conspiracy he's building spaceships. <laughs> That's why I drive a Leaf. The mothership's going to land not, there. Not because I don't have any money, and uh, I need to buy the poor man's electric car. Because he won't purge it's you. Because, <laughs> it's because, uh, yes, because I am not accepting of the Borg uh, mentality that uh, t- uh, Tesla has. That's not right. So there you go. The poor man's Tesla is a Honda. <laughs> well, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a used leaf right there you go yeah that's what i drive <sighs> where were we speaking of driving oh, uh, we're gonna go oh, the gonna... Uh, style guide yes where the, you're gonna read it and, i read it because uh, i can read it fast uh overall well, impression, all driven uh, amber lager yes. with a uh, hop character that can carry can vary from uh Low to quite significant. The malt flavors can vary uh, quite a bit, uh, leading to difficult interpretations ranging from drier, bready, and slightly biscuity to sweeter and somewhat caramelly. So right off the bat, this is a bullshit description. <laughs> if you, you got to say that, then this you haven't said ass. it right. <laughs> Whoever wrote this, I'm sorry, this sucks ass. You really should have defined it better. I don't think Gordon – I, I guarantee you Gordon, Gordon did not do this. Yeah. He would never go like. Would not go with. Well, you know, it's kind of like, and it's kind of uh, it's different. Uh, uh. Is it because it's broad, right? It's some. Uh, uh, that's just stupid. Yeah, if you read the, the the intro to the to the category, it says Czech lagers in general are differentiated from German and other Western lagers in that German lagers are almost always fully attenuated, while Czech lagers can have a slight amount of unfermented extract remaining in the finished beer because they got shitty fermentation practices right. there. Homebrew. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, aroma, moderate intensity, rich malt aroma that can be either bready and Maillard product dominant or slightly caramelly and candy-like. In other words, uh, stale beer. Um, <laughs> uh, spicy, floral, or herbal hop character may be moderate to none. Uh, moderate to none. Yes. Clean lager character, though low fruity esters, stone fruit and berries may be present. Diacetyl is optional and can range from low to none. Uh, deep amber to copper color, clear to bright clarity, large off-white persistent head. Flavor, complex malt flavor is dominant, medium to medium high, though its nature may vary from dry and Maillard product dominant to caramelly and almost sweet. Almost. Dry to sweet. Yeah, there's, there's defining a category for you. <laughs> Uh, some examples have a candy-like to graham cracker malt character. In other words, you drink some stale beer, and you're thinking that that is an example of the ca- the category. Uh, low to moderate spicy hop flavor predominant, but uh, clean hop bitterness provides a balanced finish. Subtle uh, plum or berry esters optional. Uh, low diacetyl optional. No roasted malt flavor. Finish may vary from dry and hoppy to relatively sweet. Sounds like there's a lot of options in this beer. Dry and hoppy to sweet to right. In other words, it's so ill-defined. I think that this category really sucks. I think the Trappist one we did in the previous show, that was actually I pretty, can actually read pretty that darn and solid. I can make that beer. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think that that was actually... Fairly well written. Um, mouthfeel, medium full to medium body, soft and round, often with a gentle creaminess, moderate to low carbonation. Now here's the gist of it in the comments. Go ahead. Right, me. the comments. The Czech name of the style is... What? What is that uh, there? In the Polot, Polotmave. He's our Russian, uh, our mm. Czech uh, interpreter. Yeah, you, you did it right. See, that's right. Okay, yeah, I know. Of yeah. course, it's right. Yeah. Which? What is that? Like I would have the seen. comments there, Steve. He did the Czech name of the Pivo. which translates as half dark. Half dark. Uh, this style is a okay. combination of the Czech styles. 
Polodmowy Lezak. And? Polodmowy Specialny. Pivo. Pivo. Right. History. Pivo. A Vienna style. So this is what really <laughs> freaks me out. A Vienna style lager, which has continued to be brewed in the Czech Republic. A resurgence of small breweries opened the Czech Republic has increased the number of examples of style. If it's a What's Vienna that? style lager, just put it. Why is it, under, lager. Why is it under Czech amber? Right. Exactly. Right. They, they, um, they kind of basically just admitted that this whole style is bullshit. Chris, character. So somebody took a, a trip to, you know. Uh, Czechoslovakia. Czechoslovakia. Some small town that you can't pronounce the name of. Hello. I am from Czechoslovakia. Welcome to Bratislava. They got their own (laughs) stuff. Yeah, they say because there's more breweries opening making Czech lagers. That these really French styles like this are being brewed more often, too. Well, Well, then you get the Czech premium lager, you champagne lager, Czech dark lager. All of a sudden, you got these. Pavelato Special, too. You've thrown three categories in there that just are just, uh, at least two of them are bullshit. The idea is to clarify, not to muddle. (laughs) At least two of them. (laughs) Characteristic ingredients, Pilsner and caramel malts, but Vienna and Munich malts may also be used. Low mineral content water, Zosner type pots. Jack's lager yeast. Uh, style comparison. The style can be similar to a Vienna lager, but with Sotzer type hop character. Well, that could be in a Vienna lager too. Or that or that approaching an English bitter, but <laughs> significantly richer. Wow. With more of a, a caramel character. Large brewery than the freaking fruit flies. Diamond, oh my god, damn it. Um, he he works in a brewery. Large brewery versions are ge- generally similar to Czech premium. Large brewery are similar to Czech premium pale lager with slightly dar- darker malt flavors and less hop. While smaller breweries often make versions with considerable hop character, malty complexity, or residual sweetness. I'm sorry. I think that's I very think, specific. I think you did not think this through. I think somebody who took a vacation, they thought that they had this style and were categorizing things. I'm sorry. That sucks. This does not belong in there. Well, so okay. If if you're basing this around smaller brewers are opening up in in Czechoslovakia and they're brewing this style of beer, which is great. It, it sounds like an uh, uh, amazingly broad style. Um, and then, and then you, well, it's sweet or it's dry. <laughs> yeah. It's hoppy or not. It might be both at the same time. It's fruity or not. Well, so they go, they go uh, smaller breweries. It could be breweries, dark or pale. They go smaller breweries often make versions with considerable hop character, malt complexity, or residual sweetness. Then those, sh- if that's what you're basing it on, then those should be the style. Right. And you shouldn't have to even say that. Right. Don't tell me that smaller breweries often make versions. It wouldn't mean versions. Is it this or is that's it not? Another, that's another beer. Yeah. Well, this uh, is a version. I will refer back to the previous show where we talked about single Trappist. And I thought that that was an excellent example of explaining how the the difference was between a Belgian blonde and a, a Belgian pale ale mm-hmm. and the Trappist single. While they're all similarly smaller, you know, Brit, uh, Belgian beers and have, you know, some similar characteristics, uh, some shared characteristics, here's what differentiates them. Yeah. And yes. I thought they did a br- brilliant job. They really that. did. I thought that, that that made sense. I think that belongs in the style guide. I sure. think they did a great job of that. I wish that they could find more U.S. examples that people could refer to. Um, But this one is just a waste of paper. It's written by an insane person. Yes. I think this person needs to be locked up. I'd be shocked if Gordon wrote this. Let's call him. Call him up. Call him up right now. Steve, dial him up. And then, you you know, the... uh, I don't see you reaching for the keys. (laughs) Beep, beep, beep. Go ahead and read, go ahead and read the, uh, uh, oh, the OGs and the FG. <laughs> I wish we had a rotary phone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. oh. All right. Um, final statistics. Uh, IBU's 20 to 35, SRM 10 to 16, OG uh, 1044 to 1060, Final Gravity uh, 1013 uh, to 1017, ABV 4.4 to 5.8. And Steve, you want to hit the uh, classic examples? Rattle them off for us. Steve O. Rattle the classic Here's examples off. your best uh, Czech accent, by the way. Okay, I'll try. Bernard. <laughs> I'll start you off. Bernard. John, John Torovic. You gotta get that. You got it. You got it. You got it. Go. 
Pivovar Vesoki Chlumik Demon Primator Polavave. Thirteen degree. Thirteen degree. Plato. Yeah. Plato. Uh, Strak. Oh man. Strakoniki Dudak Clusterman Plotomove Lesak. Thirteen degree. Yes. Good job. Nice. Thanks. Good job. Good job. Porno. The right guy yeah. And then you finish off with a comrade. <laughs> comrade. Comrade. Yeah. Ah yeah. Oh, yeah. There you go. Well, there you are. There you go. It's, uh, wow. So we got a. Uh, we don't have these beers here, do we? No, because there's no such thing. Being from the homeland there, did you get any of these? Did we get any random beers sent to us from Czechoslovakia? Yeah, yeah. Well, that would be that would be in this category. Ivan sent us. Let's just pick something just random here or there. He sent homebrew. Well, so we're going to drink some uh, classic American uh, available, I should say. Well, we have some. We Check have here. some examples that we have we have pulled. Some classic and, American uh, available. While while we get these things poured, I would like to say to you, the folks at Craft a Brew are raising funds for the latest project, which is a countertop conical fermenter. Now, I know what you're thinking. A conical fermenter. Jesus Christ, the thing's fucking six foot tall and takes up all the space in my garage. No. This is one that can fit on your countertop or easily in the refrigerator. It's made from plastic, right yeah. but... but don't poo-poo this yet. It's made from plastic that's over 90% more scratch-resistant than other plastic conicals and 71% less oxygen permeable. That's one of the big problems with plastic gear, scratches and oxygen permeability. Well, they've solved that problem. They've gone to a harder plastic one that's you know high-tech plastic. And again, they've made this uh, low-profile uh, stand, which allows this thing to fit snugly, counter, fridge, uh, you know, not not some massive thing that's going to take over your apartment or home. Mm-hmm. Cleaning's a breeze because the entire top comes off and you can reach everything. Not some little tiny little hole at the at the top. No CIP. You, just yeah, get in and- you don't need a big brush to bend and scratch right. or whatever. Well, and brushes yeah. will scratch. Yeah. You know, when you can reach in there, you can use a nice gentle, uh, you know, Soft swabbing sponge, yeah. uh, thing to touch up any uh, dirty dirty areas you want to touch your dirty areas with a gentle swab you do saying. you definitely do reach around go in the hole yeah. the hole is quite big on this the hole is very big go into the hole yeah. and swab around you know gently yes and that will clean up the dirty parts of your uh don't leave an impact on this man i could have used that Long time ago. That's some advice. I'm just saying. It's learned from uh, many years of. Uh, uh, and one of the cool things about this is there's a three inch butterfly valve on the bottom. Yeah, it's you huge. Can, you can That's put cool. a uh, like a mason jar there. Yeah, any size to to collect really. your yeast. Yeah, That's pretty cool. While you're fermenting, you can just leave you leave it open and it leave just it collects open. at the bottom. Yeah, yeah, oh, it's, and it's, yeah. it's all in there, and so you got your next pitch. You so collect your yeast, you close the thing, change right. out your thing, open it up again, and there's all your troop. There you there's go. all your crap, the dry hops, all that kind of stuff. There you go. Yeah. Pretty cool. Uh, yeah. If you're interested, and I think I I'm am, interested, head over to Kickstarter.com, search for the Catalyst, and uh, check out uh, and support our friends at Craft a Brew. Uh, this new fermenter. Like like we said uh, earlier, this thing is uh, fully funded, but you get in there early, you're going to get the early bird discounted pricing, which, yeah. you know, they tend to rise. And you get the first units available, success. too. You'll, yeah, be, yeah. you'll have one in your fridge before anybody else. If you're looking for a new fermenter, I think that this is worthy Sounds of uh, serious consideration. So check it out. Go to kickstarter.com and search for The Catalyst. All right, let's take a short break. When we come back, we will have more with uh, our bitching about uh, Czech Amber Locker <laughs> right after this. <laughs> Army, have you heard the latest at HopTech? Since HopTech has doubled in size after a huge expansion, Jade and Roberto can stock even more of the best quality homebrewing supplies and equipment. Over 60 kick-ass varieties of hops and malts, monster truckloads of quality brewer's yeast, including White Labs, Y-Yeast, and multiple dry yeasts. They even have all grain systems from Grainfathers and Ruby Street Brew Systems, thanks to Jade, the brand-new all-grain brewer. And don't forget about their 10% discount to all BN Army members. Jade and Roberto are waiting for you and all of your brewing questions over at HopTech.com. 
Hoptech, totally not sucking since 1983. Are you looking for a simple brewing system that's great for all grain brewing, but everything on the market seems to be full of compromises? Blickman Engineering has the answer. The Blickman Brew Easy All Grain Brewing System. The Brew Easy is a complete system with easy upgrades and a beautiful compact design, perfect for any size brewing location. At its core, the Brew Easy is built on two gorgeous Blickman Boilermaker brew kettles, a high temperature March pump, and either a top tier gas burner or the new boil coil electric heater. The Brew Easy adapter lid allows the pots to stack on top of each other, forming an efficient, strong, and compact brewing setup that comes in 5, 10, and 20 gallon batteries. Sizes. Upgrade your Brew Easy system with full automated control by adding a Blickman Tower of Power temp controller and make moving around easy with the Blickman Kettle Cart. The Brew Easy is modular. If you already own a Boilermaker kettle, you can build your Brew Easy by purchasing just the modules you need. The new Brew Easy All Grain Brewing System. See it today at BlickmanEngineering.com and brew with Blickman quality on your new Brew Easy. Since the first time the Brewing Network microphones turned on, More Beer was behind it. More Beer sponsors the programming on the BN because, like you, they love brewing. And like the Brewing Network, they love sharing their knowledge. MoreBeer.com isn't just a website to place your next equipment or ingredient order. MoreBeer.com also gives you access to free beer information that will make you a better brewer. Go to MoreBeer.com and click into the Learning Center. You'll find podcasts, technical facts, video tutorials, and more, including access to The Buzz, More Beer's social network of more than 5,000 members. And some of them might even be crazier about beer than you are. Get over to morebeer.com today and take advantage of the buzz, the forum, the learning center, and make sure you're signed up to receive the newest More Beer catalog. More Beer, bringing you absolutely everything for beer making. Now back to Jamil, Tasty, and Chicken Boy. This is Brewing with Style. We're back. We're talking water. We're talking beer. We're talking drinking. Any normal show. Pretty typical stuff. Typical stuff. That's what we do. That's how we roll. Better typical stuff than topical stuff because mm-hmm. that means there's some weird, nasty infection going on that you need to take care of. Right. I use a topical oil. Tell me you wouldn't bring that daily. up, man. I'm sorry. I. It, when you get on the radio, you just talk. I'm I, sorry. I get it. You need to tell me it's off fine. the air. And I, okay. I okay. All right. All right. Uh, the examples we have are Heather Allen. Uh, Heater Allen. Oh, uh, sorry. Heater Allen. Uh, Heater. And they're not a sponsor. Who cares? Uh, handcrafted lager beer. Coastal. Wait, it's handcrafted? Oh, right. They've oh, used shit. their hands. Shit, that sucks. And it's coastal. Um, no machinery, but actually, I, I really like Heater Allen. Their 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 Pilsner is off the chain. Mm, it's so yes. good, really. Yeah. yeah, even their Schwartz beer, dude. Their Schwartz beer. They brew some. They brew some really solid good. beers. They're huh. uh, Oregon, mm-hmm. I think. McMinnville. McMinnville. Yeah, they're. I, I actually have a lot of m- deep respect, much love for Heater Allen. Huh. They, they do good stuff. Huh. Yeah. And that is carried over. You think into this this example we have here. <laughs> Um, look, I'm not going to say that. I mean, what what is a coastal lager? They just they they brewed a beer that they wanted to brew, right? <laughs> they and, named it, and, and up against it, we've got Negra Modelo, Negra, which Negra. they they no longer have Negra Modelo as a Vienna lager example, which they used to have really? in the old style guide. Why not? No, they they eliminated. Really? It. Did you did you what? hear Steve say Negra Modelo? I love this beer. Well, no, but this is this is the Czech just, amber lager. Yeah, this is not the Vienna just, lager, yeah, right? This is only unique to Czechoslovakia. No, they got rid of it in Vienna lager too. I'm pretty so it's sure. Not in the style guides anywhere. What? Check your phone, JP. I'm oh. doing it right check, now, girl. Check it, JP. Sounds like the Trump put a wall up or something. No more Negro <laughs> Modelo. No, no more Mexican no beer. No more Negro Modelo. You got to pass it over the wall. Putting a wall. You got to put a wall up, and no more and Negro you know Modelo. What? I'm going to make them oh, sorry, pay for okay, it. Next topic. We'll we'll do Corona because that's brewed in like Canada. <laughs> well, that's okay. Uh, yeah, we'll put a wall up and make Ballast Point pay for it. Right. Uh, 
Um, <laughs> sorry. Too soon. Uh, no, Fig Mountain, Chuck and Nut, Vienna Lager, which is another amazing brewery. Uh, Heaven Seas Cutlass Amber. Oh, yeah, everyone gets Heaven Seas. Uh, shells, Fire you Brick. Heavy, yeah. heavy Seas? Heavy Seas. Um, Devil's Back. Yeah, no, there's no Vienna right. Lager. There's, no, we had, we had, there's no We, we had Devils. We had Devils. We had um, the Chuck and Nut. Chuck and Nut's great. We didn't have Chuck and Nut. We did. We did. We did. Well, For we did Vienna Lager. We did. Oh. We did. Yeah, Chuck and Nut's generally quite good. I think good. that was your number one. Well, they, they're quite good. They're delicious. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's strange. Well, <laughs> good, good on, good looking out. So, so is All this right. a Vienna style lager now? What, what do we go by? Apparently, according to the BJCP, it isn't anymore because it's been amber lager. Is it a Mexi- the wall? Is it a Mexican amber lager? <laughs> right. So, well, <laughs> so one of the reasons that uh, you know it was included in the past in the Vienna style lagers is because. All the brewing technology and people in Mexico, it was all German. Yeah, it was all ingredients brought in from Germany. It was all German, which it is most oh, of the places South in the America. world. Yeah, I forget. When it was Japan, Australia. when it was you know Australia. At that time, when people were like, yeah, we got to hook up a brewery and we got to have beer, where did you turn? It was the Germans. When Germans you wanted were- the best beer in the world – that everyone wanted to drink, you went to the Germans. Now the English, I think, were making great beer, and I think the British, were, or, or I think the uh, Belgians were making great beer, and I think all that was absolutely spectacular. However, the popular thing, since porter had waned and all that, and nobody cared about sour beers anymore, was German beers. Yeah. And so all these places in the world were making German beers. You know, beer that you could serve in a glass because now all of a sudden they had clear glasses and all that stuff. And that's where the beer came from in Mexico. Mm. So to to not to say that, you know, like the, the Mexican beers are not related in, somehow to the German beers, eh, I don't know. I think that's... Uh, no, the brewed in the German, German process, German style. Yeah, exactly. German ingredients. Absolutely. Yeah. I don't think Negro Modelo, I don't know. All right. Well, we'll, well, we'll see here. Whatever. We'll see here. They're just not check enough for us. Let's, let's see what uh, pornographic dildo Steven says <laughs> about, uh, as his mother calls him. Pornographic I love dildo it when you call Steven, me by you, my full name. You get, you get your ass down here. <laughs> right now. Right now, photographer Dildo Steven. You used all my swicklid. <laughs> the brown one. <laughs> when when you're having an intimate moment with your mom, <laughs> when your father gets home, what she's what so mad. Does she, does she call you Dill? Dill. Dill little Dilly. Little Dilly. Little Dilly Dill. What's the Dilly O? You go. That's my son. Little dangly Dill. <laughs> she call you tiny. Poor people. Look at her. <laughs> Bevo gets she's what she deserves. She's not even covering her, her, her ears. She's listening to all this. She's covering her, her face, her eyes. And Bev gets what she deserves. This is why she enjoys because working on this show. I just can't look at you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm lucky I have my back to her. There you go. Yeah, you are. Oh, man. Ooh. <laughs> all right. So, Dill, uh, tell us. Okay. Um, I feel like we're on an intimate well, basis still. I have a bias for Necromodella. I like it. But, but, um, I I don't think it's anywhere maybe close to this. I think the coastal is more close to whatever this is talking about. Words. In my opinion. Sh- shapes um, and letters. Shapes and, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Whatever this thing is talking about. Um, what does it say about hop character? Spicy floral, low to high. Low to moderate spice. <laughs> low to moderate spicy hop flavor. Prominent but clean to hop intense. Okay, Negro Modelo has almost no hop character well, that's to part it. Of, that's part of the, the That's part of the whole right deal with it. Still in. Yeah, and... Um, the coastal, the coastal definitely does have a hop character to it. Oh yeah, um, that's in. It's definitely there. Uh, Negromodelo is super sweet compared to coastal. Very malty. That's in. Uh, yep. More of a thicker body to it. That's in. 
Um, but it's a fucking Czech amber lager. It's supposed to be a lager. That's in. Sorry, Yeah. I don't know. All right. So I think the coastal, coastal, coastal is your number one. Yes, and number two. I love Negro. I love I love them both. A very close number two is is Negra. Yes, yes. I think coastal is closer to. It's not Negro. It's Negra. Negro Modelo. No. Negra. 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 Negra Modelo. Yes, not Negro. Version, I think. My Negro. No. Not, not, not correct. You are you are not correct. That's that's correct. <laughs> you are you are awarded no points. May God have mercy on your can, soul. Can we end the show soon? We're trying. JP. Please. Yes. Uh, well, I think that the Negra Modelo is closer to the style guidelines. Specifically, I mean, just in the hop characteristic alone, I don't know being low the mixture of chemicals that you'd have to high. be on uh, to think that the coastal is more suited to the. To the, I'm just kidding. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I think the Negra Modelo is way more balanced. I mean, we've all had it. It's sweet. There's not a lot of hop character to it. There's a lot of, um, <clears throat> excuse me. There's a lot of body to it. There's a lot of mouthfeel to it. It's not very dry. It's residual. It has low hop character, low hop aroma. That is Negra Modelo in a gold mm-hmm. wrap nutshell. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Coastal is not supposed to be this flavor. I mean, we're just drinking it. To get some sort of balance because it's a darker, it's a darker lager. Uh, it's it's a very highly hopped. It's uh, it's uh, the uh, very aromatic in the hops. Uh, it's a little bit more dry. Very California, very West. I mean, even though it's from New York, uh, from Oregon, it's a West Coast amber lager, mm. and that's what mm-hmm. and that's what it is. So the the, the hop flavor is all off. Uh, it's Negra Modelo for me, uh, but mm. I like the coastal. Mm-hmm. I would prefer the coastal. Hmm. Uh, out of the style, but as close as as close as we're going to get in this room to the to the Czech Amber Lager, it's it's Negra Modelo. Hmm. Got to be, huh? Huh? Kind of got to. You know it. I mean, did did we define what that that style is? Yeah. Did you miss that part of the show? Yeah, I fell asleep right. for like a good five Tasty. Minutes. Yeah. Well, um, you and Bev both. I'm certainly on board with the style guideline, allowing for almost everything. So, the, so every beer I've had in the last six months is a obviously a chick and a lager. Well, every, every, something that's not an IPA. Seriously, I'm talking about the lager. That's, that's, that's what I think. I'm, this that's is what I'm the saying. worst. The that's, worst of the descriptions of all the style guys. Well, no, I was having a Pivo Pills uh, no, 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 no. before the oh, first you mean, show. You mean a Czech? Czech I had amber no lager? idea. It was a Czech amber lager. Classic example of a Czech amber lager. Pivo Pills, Firestone Walker. Look it up. Look it up. Within the SRM thing i'm saying like you know 10 to 16 anyway so uh yeah so the yeah the modello if it were a little bit lighter in color mm-hmm, mm-hmm. would fit the style guy line uh because it you know it's got a lot of the characters and uh it's not too hot it goes up to 16 how dark do you think the modello is hmm. it's bigger than is it is it darker than that 18 it's 19? pretty damn dark it's like a brown yeah. ale yeah. 19. Yep. 19. 18. 18, maybe. Yeah. Uh-huh. We get a test. But it's out of style. But it tastes great. I like mm-hmm. the beer. It's a little aged, but mm-hmm. that's all right. Mm-hmm. The uh, the Heater Allen uh, is a, just a really, a really great beer. It's way out of style. Whatever style it's in, it's out of style. It's really too hoppy for almost, you know, it's really hoppy and uh, very flavorful. I think they did a great job on that beer. I mm-hmm. love it. Mm-hmm. I know what style it is. Hmm. This one doesn't fit into the amber lager. It's way too hot. Yeah, I maybe use a top out at thirty five on this style. Mm-hmm. There you go. I like I like uh, the uh, uh, heater beer as number one. Yeah. Ooh. I'm gonna come out and say it. You go, you're going with a pornographic dildo. It's disqualified. So it's Steven. in the in the losers bracket. I had it as number one. Right. Disqualified. It's not in style. <laughs> so, as far as second place so beers go, it's so number one. <laughs> yeah. so, I'm, I'm the same way. I so, agree. So number one is Negra. Yeah. Yeah. Even though number two is too. all right. All right. All right. So there you go. Tasty and I. We'll come back. I'll tell you why y'all got your heads up your ass right after this. 
Williams Brewing is your online resource for prompt delivery of quality home brewing supplies. Since 1979, Williams Brewing has offered the finest equipment and the freshest ingredients, backed by the best customer service in the business. Do you like to mash using efficient fly sparging, but would like an easy way to heat your strike and sparge water? Enter the new Brewer's Edge Electric Mash Water Heater, a plug-in anywhere precisely controlled heater for strike and sparge water. Ditch the fumes and second burner and make mashing easy. Go to williamsbrewing.com today and browse their vast selection. That's williamsbrewing.com. Orders placed by 4 p.m. Pacific Time weekdays ship the same day. Brewing is easy the Williams way. More than 20 years, White Labs has collected yeast strains from around the world and kept them locked away. Until now. Through the Yeast Vault, they are now releasing new, creative, and unique strains. Most have never been used in commercial products. Some have names you can barely pronounce. And all are uniquely White Labs in quality and performance. Now they're giving you the opportunity to unlock the vault. Here's how it works. Pick the yeast you want from the vault. As soon as 500 people have chosen that yeast, your card will be charged and your yeast will go into production. A short time later, a fresh White Labs Pure Pitch package will show up at your door, ready to make the beer you've always wanted to brew. For the first time, White Labs is letting you into their secret yeast vault, unlocking access to hundreds of strains never available before. Join the White Labs Customer Club for first access to the vault. Grog tags aren't just for labeling your home brews to hand out to your friends. They're the perfect way to round out your personal brewing marketing. Bringing your latest beer to a funeral? Craft a metal sign to go with it. Heading out to Little Liam's Bar Mitzvah? Grog Tag custom bottle caps are awesome. Couldn't get out of jury duty this year? Grog Tag the hell out of the deliberation room with reusable labels. Grog Tag has an awesome array of products just waiting to be customized by you. Metal signs, coasters, tasting mats, bottle caps, tap handles. It's all there waiting for your designs at Grog Tag. Liven up your next party with the widest selection of custom products ever offered by a sponsor of the Brewing Network. Grog Tag. At least your beer will look good. Now back to Jamil, Tasty, and Blise. It's Brewing with Style. All right, we're back. We're doing uh, Czech Amber Lager, which we all agree shouldn't really be a style. <laughs> it shouldn't no. exist. It should be in the X. It X should be in the X, yeah. X category. So there's, a, there's an X category, apparently, uh, at least according to the app I have, called Local Styles. And if, if Czech Amber Lager doesn't fit in something called Local Styles, mm-hmm. I don't know mm-hmm. what does. Right. It's uh, important for homebrewers within a single country. But there's a lot of, there's two Argentine styles. And one, uh, something called Italian grape I mean, ale. I mean, yeah, that, that makes <laughs> sense. Grape <laughs> Italian grape ale. Suck a dick. <laughs> Freaking wine. That, that, that makes sense locally, you know? <laughs> yeah. If you're, if you're, you know, you got... Your grandpa. Know, say, Let's cut this wine with some ale. Say the size of the Bay Area, but, you know, somewhere more isolated hyper regional yeah cascadian dark ale and you're making something your little city is making one thing and yeah. another person's making another sure there's differences definitely well, depending on what little you guys city got. But, but here's the thing right so we can all brew whatever damn beer we want the whole purpose of styles is to you know just put some discussion points around it yes everyone doesn't need to brew a beer to style it, you know, you brew whatever you want, and if you're, like, trying to explain it to somebody, it's like, well, it's an IPA, but, uh, you know, this, that, the other thing. It just helps. It's shorthand. It doesn't – it isn't, like, telling you what you should brew, and a lot of people, well, unfortunately, are using that to, like, tell people what they should brew. Well, that's, that's called the BJCP guidelines. Right, but no, they've always said it's not, uh, you know, it's descriptive, not proscriptive. It's not telling you what to brew. It's just describing what, you know, 
And so I think you should feel free to brew whatever you want. Unless you're brewing for competition, well, then you need to kind of like toe the line and, right. uh, uh, you know. So I, I think that, you know, the, the, the thing is to, to brew what you want. But, um, you know, I think they're making a mistake trying to be so inclusive that they throw in all this crap that some one dude has brewed randomly on his own and declares as a style. It's like, well, no, just keep brewing it and, you know, enjoy it yourself. And if other people start to love it, this is how styles grew up. Styles grew up from from places with you know unique ingredients or water yeah, or they conditions right. and they out of they necessity brewed, yeah they brewed this one beer for 800 years and you know everyone in that entire region that's what they drank well that's a style not some dude in his backyard brewing one beer or you know like Cascadian some, dark ale. or or some some crappy you know breweries you know, trying to brew a Vienna and it's you know not coming out right. No, no, I uh, brewed a Vienna, but with Cal, with Cal Ale, right? So it's a different style and and, oh, and Simcoe yeah. and uh, <laughs> right and uh, you know roast barley. Yes, yeah, yeah, and no yeah. water. It's a whole new thing. <laughs> right, turned out perfect. <laughs> turned out great. It's your own style. Yeah. Here's what I understand: How come the uh, like uh, GABF? Uh-huh. Have different style categories than the the PJCP because Charlie defines them. Interesting, because there's one dude who doesn't agree with <laughs> everyone right. else's deal. But I mean, I, so well, I he mean, has breweries like bitching at him for, uh, you know, I make this beer, <coughs> and uh, you know, your style categories don't include me. And I, I guess I mean, so well, well, and, your and point here's is the thing. Yeah. So we made a beer that didn't fit in the style categories. Yeah. And I never said anything about it. I was just like, I don't want to be that dude that says, well, my beer doesn't fit any of these, so you should have a category. Well, apparently, I don't know if it's because we've been brewing it and been successful, and now like other breweries are brewing it. But all of a sudden, they have a category that pretty much matches the beer that we brewed that didn't fit any category. What is it, double IPA? Imperial Red. Is Imperial Red, Evil Twin? Double and they have double, a red. double red category. Oh, now. Jesus! Because there was a gap between Imperial like a red, red ale and a imperial red ale. Mm. You you couldn't you couldn't have the ABV That's that we had. had. So now there's a double red to bridge that gap, <laughs> right? Which is it's like <laughs> thank okay. God. Right. Like it should be the higher <laughs> one. We can all sleep easy tonight. <laughs> thank, right. thank thank the Lord. Yeah. Like, so somebody must have bitched and complained. Yeah, who would have done that around that. here? <laughs> <laughs> would have dropped their name. I didn't. Oh, he didn't. No, fuck no. Well, I, I was you like, got, oh, you got a, that's a really good beer, and you haven't won. With oh, that, have you? He wasn't being sarcastic. Uh, no, we 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 won other places, but not not, not at GBM. the GBM. But fuck it. Who cares? Brew whatever you brew. If it's a great beer, it's a great beer. Well, who cares in competition? Right. It's fucking competition. That is not the brewing of the beer. That's, no, no, no. I know it's, it's two like, different things. It's but, like a beauty contest. I'll right. tell you, my wife is so beautiful to me because of who she is. Exactly. She doesn't need to matters. enter a beauty contest. That's all that matters, right? That's what it is. Most beautiful woman in the world. Right. But you, gotta, you can't tell me when because, you're— Because, Right. But you, when you're all in, y'all yes, who've, who've had, had or have wives that competition understand don't exactly what I'm saying. If there's a competition to, to suck the chrome off a trail hitch, my <laughs> wife would win. <laughs> but that's not the point. She's a beautiful person inside. I that think, went from I romantic should, to really I, romantic. I think you should uh, that's what I have do. Karen listen to this yeah, one. Yeah, I'm sure she is. No, I think, you're I so mean, as, as far as she is, as far as the, the style guidelines go, yes, you brew what you want, right. but, and I understand why they're there, because you have to call it something. We need to, to qualify and well, classify things, but yeah. don't be so hung up on it. Exactly. But on the, and, and this is what I do internally, but on the other hand, then we're bagging on this to check Amber Lager for not being super, super specific about it. So if well, either, you know, either, if either classify, define it, right. 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 If you're going to define it, define it, if you, but don't define it and be fucking Charlie Brown, be all wishy-washy about it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Fucking define it. Exactly. Well, it, and it's like, uh, I, I use this example of trees, Right. So I look at the BJCP style guidelines as a category of uh, a catalog of trees. Yeah, look at you, arborist. <laughs> right. Yeah. No. Um, 
if you were to go out and have to describe every tree every time mm-hmm. when you were talking about a tree, mm-hmm. oh, my car ran into it had deciduous leaves and it was, you know, the, 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 between 40 and 50 feet tall. And it was, you know, you know, the bark was like this and the leaves are three pointed and all this bullshit. Yeah. You'd never get a you'd never be able to explain that you you ran into a tree. Instead, if you say, oh, I was driving, I lost control. My car hit a tree. Immediately by saying tree, I have a, a, a visual reference of what a tree is. Mm-hmm. Now, we may argue what all-inclusive of trees, but then if we're sitting down and going like, what kind of trees do you want to plant in your backyard? Well, I'd like a sycamore. I'd like this. I'd like trees that were, you know, leafy all year round. I'd like trees that, you know, give fall color. You know, you would have that kind of description. You would get into more, you know, narrow details. Now, we may argue, is something a bush or a tree? But that's why we have that categorization as human beings of trees and all these other things. There's a lot of different trees and things that are, you know, cross the boundaries of it's, is it a bush or is it a tree? Well, you know, the same thing in beer. So I think hmm. that, you know, the, the work that the BJCP does is, is great and actually is helpful. Totally. But I think totally. that, you know, people carry it way too far as well. And, you know, it, it becomes like the Bible to people and people argue about the Bible and they argue, well, why, you know, men can't marry men and women can't marry women. It's uh, in the Bible and all that bullshit. Then we got the Crusades, you know. <laughs> right. It's the same thing on the BJCP. So I think, um, hey. Uh, Categorization has its place. I agree. No, no, yeah. The right situation. Yeah. Yeah. So, and I think sometimes it can go way too far, and sometimes it can be nonsense, like check Amber Lager. <laughs> I agree with Brett, Brent, Paul, Steve, whatever. Brad, 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 yeah, Brad, Hardware dot com. Thank you very much. Um, all right, so I was going to tell you where you're all wrong. Yes. Oh yeah. All right, so the Negramadilla is a little bit uh, sweet, stale. It's, uh, it's some heat suffering here. Because it, it, it can be a little bit more crisp. Get warm in the back room of those Safeways. Yeah, I mean, it's it's hot in San Diego where this is made at Ballast Point. <laughs> that's, a, that's a constellation jab. Yeah. Um, but it's still quite good. It's a little bit rounded off. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The Heater Allen. Style is it? Way too freaking hoppy. That oh, is super. so bitter. Yeah. It's like 50 IBUs. Yeah, I would say when when uh, JP you were saying like West Coast, I was thinking more steam beer. Steam beer is quite hoppy. Yeah, quite bitter. Yeah, for the coastal. Yeah, I don't think it's a good steam beer either. No, but um, it's too sweet and kind of. I think that there's. Um, there's not enough that yeast characteristic. Yeah, I think it's not. I think it's not quite fermented enough. Hmm. There's some residual malt in that. I think, um, yeah, it's all right. I think it's good. Not fermented residual malt. That's Czech amber. Right? Yes. Either dry or sweet. That was right all along. (laughs) Dry or sweet. It's got both. I think maybe they're they're tailoring the BJCP style guidelines for homebrewers. Right. So (laughs) slightly under attenuated. That's me. Right. You can't ferment. Uh, Check amber lager. All the time. You you ferment way too dry. You've had a lot of sugar. Uh, Check amber lager. Italian grape ale. It's Italian grape ale. Um, Italian grape ale. I would go with the Ndengara Modelo as my number one. I'd go with Heater Allen as number two. Yeah. There you go. But what? But but check, style, huh? check amber lager aside. Uh, what do you think of the heater out? I'm curious as your opinion on this. Uh, well, I, th- I think it's good. I think it's a, a really beer, nice right? beer. Yeah. I like the the firm bitterness. I like uh, you know the malt character. I think it's a little. Uh, I think it'd be attenuated a little bit better. I think it'd be great. It is a bottle on five twenty seven sixteen? So I think it's kind of an older bottle. I don't know why I told you that. That's like a month and a half. No. What month are we? Eight? We're eight right now. Five, six, seven. The beginning of eight. Yeah. So at least two months. months. Yeah. 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 It's probably not enough. Whatever. Forget I said anything. Yeah. Well, maybe maybe that's part of it. It's fine. All right. Uh, Where are we at now? 
Are we done? Well, I don't have a recipe. Well, I do have some of the, uh, but no, I don't have a recipe. <laughs> Who would? We're done. You have to call Czechoslovakia for a recipe. <laughs> right. We have questions from the chat. Apparently, Biva has frozen to death. <laughs> yeah, I'm cold. It's cold in here. She's <laughs> got her hood up. Is there like a? You see that She's little knob popsicle. on the vent over there? Yeah, I've t- I've turned them off before. Close the vent. I've turned them off before, but then I forget to open them, and it makes the other staff members really unhappy when it's 85 degrees in here in the middle of the day. So I just who cares handle about it. them. We don't care about them. We care about you. Isn't that your domain? All right. I wish. Uh, another fine show, I guess. I don't know. This yeah, one yeah. was... Yeah, well, uh, you know, we, we had a goal. I'm not so sure we met it, but we had some obstacles. You know, the style guideline sort of... Uh, I think, I think up Brent, Brad, Paul, Steve... The guy who sent in the email. Kevin. Monica. Monica. Yeah, the guy who sent in the email. Did a, Can, can't did you just... Uh, be very proud of us. Check your email. <laughs> I like could. I'm barely that would certain be, his name is in there. That'd be way that too freaking easy. Doing a little too much. It, that would require someone with a background in tech. John and that's definitely not Jamil. That is John no way. <laughs> that is the farthest from Jamil. Okay, that's right. All right, I, I will tell you honestly. Here's the thing. When I before I t- told you all we were going to do these shows, I looked at his email again and I memorized his name. <laughs> Clearly, as he did a good can. job. Yeah, you clearly memorized. And even though you knew you could probably not remember, and then the pressure, and then the pressure showed up, and you just (laughs) okay. So it's like Brett or Brent or something. Maybe going forward, when we write it down, doing about a show or a show about that somebody suggested, just forward me the email just so I have a reference. I can help you out. Oh, oh, sure, sure. All right, fine. It's a little fine. A little fine. Fine. Make me feel inadequate. That's all right. I, okay, I understand. Just, you know, your memory sucks, but maybe your administrative <laughs> skills could be better, too. That's <laughs> true. Maybe. We'll never know. I think you're getting a dig over there from the staff. No dig. Just a suggestion. Just a suggestion. All right. Well, fine. Here's a suggestion for you. Go check out our fine sponsors. Go check out uh, BrewersHardware.com. Yeah. Brad at BrewersHardware.com. Tell them, uh, send them an email. Tell them how much you enjoy the, the fact that he's helping sponsor the show and, yeah. and paying for this so you get it for free. And go buy some sanitary fittings, man. Buy some fittings. Do buy it. buy one of some conicals. And, you know, check out, uh, you know, the... Uh, the Catalyst. The Catalyst yeah. on uh, Kickstarter.com. Yeah. Go Folks, they're they're making these uh, plastic uh, fermenters from uh, you know uh, uh, less scratch yeah. uh, proof uh, uh, materials yeah. and with uh, a giant lid that that comes less out oxygen. And giant I've, lid. I, I've seen one of these fermenters. Uh, actually, he sent it to me, and I gave it to to Brian, mm-hmm. of my co-host and Dr. Humber. It countertop lids. It's almost like a Tupperware. It's nice. like that flat square that seals on all four sides with a with a Sweet. with a seal in, in the you know inside the lid. I it's gotta awesome. The, I gotta check this out. I you really it should. Sounds, sounds fantastic. Yeah. And I'll tell you what else sounds fantastic. If you go to thebrewingnetwork.com/slash store, there is uh, lots of goodies in there. They've got uh, hoodies and they've got shirts. They've got hats. They've got yeah. growlers. They've got glassware. They've got um, growlers, patches, hats. Growlers, patches, hats. I said hats. Onesies. Uh, onesies. Hats. Do they have hats there? Yeah. Right. They have cool. hats. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, Flat build hats. The uh, and uh, single source uh, uh, Nicaraguan coffees. <laughs> so check them out. He's having a, he's having a stroke. Bruce, <laughs> Bruce <laughs> Strong. <laughs> and often. 